This is Teresa from Santosha Yoga. I'm Cindy Chase. And I'm Penny Carroll. Welcome, Welcome to, to Mindful Moments. Moments. In this episode, we're introducing ourselves and the uh, reason we're doing this podcast. So thank you for joining us. All right, since I'm the oldest. <laughs> and that's Teresa, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to go first and just kind of explain to you how I came to yoga, or I like to say how yoga found me. Um, I was 45, I was um, out of shape, and I heard this thing called yoga that I thought only hippies did that would help me calm down and get a healthier body. So I finally put my big girl pants on, went, took a class, hated it because it was more movement than I thought and I could not touch my toes and I didn't know how to breathe. And the only re reason I went back is because I paid for five classes. <laughs> <laughs> and 20 years later, um, here I am teaching yoga, loving every second of it. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Um, I found it through um, Lance Cruz Community Education. Um, and this is Cindy. This is Cindy. Um, a couple, a hundred years ago now. Um, my first teacher was Tom King, um, fairly well known. And I just remember at the end of class, um, you know, make a, make a triangle with your hands, let your forehead rest, and let the mat absorb your cares and worries of the day. And I was hooked. I was hooked. And it was about 20 years ago. I keep saying like a decade ago, and I'm like, that can't be a decade ago because I've known you guys for a decade. <laughs> like, oh, that was before that. So that's why I found it. And then driving home from work. About a decade ago, I saw the yoga sign, and I pulled in the parking lot, and I haven't left Teresa since. Nice. <laughs> nice. And I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for you as well. All right. And I uh, found yoga as an alternative to going, out to going to the gym and working out when I was pregnant with my last kid about age 30, so about 20 years ago. <laughs> and um, Ended up doing just a whole lot of um, Denise Austin yoga mm -hmm. in my living room that whole pregnancy and then afterwards found yoga, yoga fit and got a little teacher training going on with that. And then about a year after my deployment, I saw that there was a yoga studio in Chesterfield and I applied for your very first teacher training mm -hmm. and like I'd been to Santosha for maybe a month because you had that requirement that you know who we were. So. <laughs> So that's how I fell into Santosha. Yeah. Well, that kind of segues into how we all met. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So my very first teacher training, Cindy and Penny mm -hmm. signed up for it. Yeah. And upon reflection, I feel like sometimes I should give them their money back. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, what no. I didn't know then. Oh. So, um, no, they, they took my first teacher training and then... Um, we were blessed the first space that we moved into we outgrew within a year and a half or two years and we were blessed to have the larger space become available and i needed more teachers and there was cindy there was penny and uh yeah uh, yeah it's been great it's just it's been amazing it's amazing how you know again i drove home a different way and saw this i never drive up gratia to go home you know i always would go up to 23 mile road oh, and i got up I at 21. And I was like, yeah, I almost got into an accident coming into this parking lot. I literally <laughs> pulled into this parking lot about 55 miles an hour, trilling up the street. And um, 
standing at the door and Teresa opened the door a little bit. She goes, we're not open yet. And I was like, what do you mean you're not open yet? She's like, we're not open yet. And I'm like, oh, and she handed me a flyer out the door, like the cracked open door, like there's a crazy woman <laughs> at my door. And yeah, I started taking classes and I remember thinking, oh, I finally found it. Here it is. We're home. I'm home. We're home. I'm home here. I'm home <clears throat> here. It's, it's amazing. She put her hand on her heart. Yeah. <laughs> Finally found that, that piece that I was looking for, you know, in other areas that were not quite as, you know. Okay, so we are uh, attempting to do this podcast. Uh, about a year ago, we actually got together for dinner. It took oh us God. three years to schedule that. Just three, dinner? yeah. Only three, yeah. Something only like three. that. Yeah, from our 500-hour yeah. teacher training program. And uh, during that dinner, we had these wonderful conversations about what if we could do this and what if we could do that. And it seems like when we come together, we get all these neat ideas, mm -hmm. even though we really don't get together that often because no. our schedules, we teach in different days. And we'd come up with this idea that yoga teachers in our area might need a little something extra, a little something special just for them as far as workshops or training were to go. So we put together a program mm -hmm. and we... Feel like it was very successful. Mm -hmm. We did that this winter over four, four sessions. Four, four sessions. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, January through April, and yep. um, had more people attend than we ever thought would attend. We thought if at least three others showed up, <laughs> that it would be wonderful. Right? Yeah, we were expecting you know six people, and we ended up with twenty. Twenty something the first 20 something class. The yeah. first class. Yeah. Blew our minds. Yeah. Blew our minds. The response was amazing. And it was such good feedback and sharing that we just wanted to kind of keep that going. And we had so much fun and laughed so hard. And a few of them would say, you guys just keep bantering back and forth. You should have a podcast. And we looked at each other <laughs> because that's one of the things we've done over this past year is share our favorite podcasts with each other. So here we are sitting around a microphone talking to you. Yeah. In a podcast. In a podcast. <laughs> And we just, we, I mean, this is this podcast, our goal is to have it for yoga teachers, for not yoga teachers, for students that are current yogis, for students who want to be yogis. So we, we want this to be something for everybody. Yeah, and interesting <clears throat> questions that we have for each other, you know, throw things back, you know, like experiences that we have or teachers or books or articles or things like that. You know, just kind of share the stuff in the yoga, in the yoga world. And our goal, if I remember correctly, is we're going to try to get some guest speakers. Yes. Yep. So we are. We're going to work on that. We're going to work on that. So why did you open the studio <laughs> that we all love so very much, Trace May? All right, Miss Cindy. People come up to me and they go, oh my gosh, you just must be so excited, so proud that you, you followed your dream of opening up a business. My dear ladies, <laughs> that was the last thing on my mind. I had never any intention of opening up a studio. I had never any intention of taking, a, of taking teacher training. Then I took my advanced teacher training. And then before you knew it, I opened up a studio. Um, I opened up the studio because I wanted people to share the same experience that I was experiencing as far as a student. The, the, uh, yeah, a healthier body but most importantly, a healthier mind, um, meditation, breathing, all that. And there was, there really was no place else in the area. I mean, my very first yoga class that I took was from a sweet gal that was a dancer and she had, had a book next to her as she was flipping through it. <laughs> and that's how she was teaching us her yoga class. Wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, bless her heart, nothing mm -hmm. against her, but it's like, 
once I realized what the tr- what yoga was really about, the authentic yoga, it's like, mm-hmm. man, I need to bring that to the community. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got started. I, I, in my previous lives, I've been managers. I've, I've been um, at dental offices. I've managed chiropractic office. And I've said that this owning the studio is the hardest job I've ever had, but the most rewarding job and the most fun and it has brought the most amazing people. That's the other thing, friendships. The, mm-hmm. the friendships that we see blossom here. Right, right. Yeah. And I would say, um, I, from my own personal experience, I, I did yoga by myself, you know, in my living room for a good 10 years and uh, was really practiced yogi. But there's something about actually crawling out of your cave and, <laughs> you know, getting into a community that can really help that Mm -hmm. relationship with yoga blossom and this is the perfect sadhana you know to have people that you can talk about yoga things with Mm -hmm. without any pressure of anything else it's just like a safe haven here Mm -hmm. and so the community makes it so wonderful and then when we look at our students students that come from so many different walks of life and you see them making friendships and getting to know each other and then maybe even getting to know each other outside of the studio mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. pretty remarkable that yoga has brought all that together yeah mm-hmm. it, it is amazing and I have we've had so many students say you know they walk in the door and it just feels like home they feel safe they feel welcomed you know they, they love the classes they love the teachers I mean it's just it is it's perfect sadhana it just you know it's just it envelops you when you walk in the door you know the smell of the studio the people the teachers um, yeah, it's just a, it's a great place. And I, I, like you, I did yoga at home because there was nowhere to do yoga, you know, around here. And so I did, you know, lots of Rodney Yee stuff, you know, I had my little VHS tapes going on yeah. and, um, did it in the basement. My kids said I was goofy, you know, you are. Me, and I'm very goofy. <laughs> I know that. And, um, but I just, I loved it, you know, I mean, and again, it's just amazing. And yeah, we've had lots of, and met just some of the most interesting human beings amazing. here. Amazing. Just amazing yep. people. And so it was just, it's a piece of cake front in the studio, ain't you, Teresa? A piece of cake. <laughs> it's all ohms and incense. Yeah, that's what people think. It's, it's amazing. It's all ohms and incense. Yeah, people think that all the time. They're like, oh, that's so easy. She just gets to do yoga all the time. And I just, I laugh at them. I'm like, do you realize this woman works more now than she ever worked in her life? Yeah, that's okay. It's I, Again, I've had the most fun. It's been the most rewarding. When I see people come in here, their first yoga class, and they're... I'm thinking one person in particular, actually she ended up taking a teacher training, but she would come in with her hair kind of hanging down, her shoulders all slumped, and she couldn't, she came in here at the last minute and she left as soon as she could, wouldn't talk to anybody, and she ended up taking the teacher training, and I can't get rid of her, (laughs) and she is the sweetest gal, so to watch people blossom Mm -hmm. is amazing, but you know what, they always, they come around after class and they go, oh, thank you, or they'll come to me after teacher training and they'll go, thank you. But I have to remind them, I, we as teachers, we just gave them the tools. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that do the work. Yeah. And yoga will work if you do the work. Right. You have to do the right. work. Yeah. So I was reading some headlines, um, just put in the Google yoga and hit the news tab and I got some headlines and uh, they were these. You can do yoga next to dolphins at this hotel in Las Vegas. Yoga meets winter at Snowga. 
This English hotel provides outdoor yoga with lemurs to help combat stress. Free disco yoga classes returning this summer. So what do you think? Does yoga need a gimmick? If it isn't broke, don't <laughs> fix it. But lemurs. Who doesn't if, love a good lemur? Come on. I love lemurs. Lemurs are great. Lemurs are great. But I don't think I want them crawling all over me when I'm trying to do down dog. I don't want a goat sitting on me when I'm trying to do shavasana or child's pose. Yoga is a classic teaching. It's an inner and an outer body teaching. And just for me personally, I mean, all that stuff sounds fun. But to me, it's taking away from what the true essence of yoga is really about. And I think I enjoy my yoga practice and my teaching of yoga amazingly without a goat. So I'm with you. I, I've never practiced yoga with animals other than, you know, the, the at my daughter's house with the puppies. But, you know, I don't want a lemur nor a goat. And I think it's just a gimmick. It's a gimmick to get people in. But I don't think that's the true essence of what we practice mm-hmm. yoga. I mean, my practice of yoga anyway. How about you? But what about the thinking that anytime you're moving your body and moving your muscles, it's a good thing? But are you breathing when you're having a goat? <laughs> you're breathing in the goat's mouth. <laughs> if it's not, if it's not, if it's again, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I just, I just, because of unfortunately, because of the way some of us live, we think we have to commercialize it and water it down and hype it up and twist it and turn it to entice people to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And and they're missing about what yoga is supposed to be about. Yeah. yeah. And it gets me in and not a good way. <laughs> moving our bodies is good, but yes. yeah. it's not all moving our bodies is yoga. No. No, absolutely not. And how would you do yoga with a dolphin anyway? I mean, that you just you threw that out there, and I'm thinking, how would one do that in the water? I don't understand. Am Actually, I, have to I, go think I think it's beside our great big tank, or maybe oh. maybe we need to go to Vegas. Okay. And investigate. <laughs> and then you can put a big tank in your studio. I'm there good, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for asking. We get some goldfish. <laughs> Well, it's like the, you know, the yoga on the paddleboard. I've tried it a couple times, and all I could worry about is, oh, my God, I'm going to kill myself or I'm going to fall in the water. Mm-hmm. So how is that bringing calmness to my mind or my body? Right. Again, is it a fun thing? Is it a nice distraction? Mm-hmm. Yes, but is it a yoga practice? N- no. Not a traditional yoga No, practice. not a traditional yoga you know, And yoga doesn't have to be like a stuffy, old, you know, kind of yoga. I mean, it can be fun. I mean, we... You know, we, we make our classes fun here for our students. We want to engage them. We want them to giggle and laugh, you know, when they're doing their poses. Um, there's a time and a place for that, but, you know, I would have to agree. I don't, you know, it's, it's, it's inside. It's supposed to be inside as well as outside. Outside's just a little tiny piece of it. So what is yoga if it's not something that we need dolphins or lemurs or disco music to do? Oh, we don't need disco music? I don't think oh, so. darn. Okay. Big fan of the Bee Gees. <laughs> Did they do yoga? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What is yoga? Yoga's, yoga's a lot of things. You know, I mean, it's a lot of different things to different people. For me, it's a mindful breath and body practice. And it can get confusing because there's different styles yes. of yoga also yeah. that are practiced or marketed in the oh, United yeah. States. Power yoga and, you know... Um, Bikram. Yin yoga, Bikram, Ashtanga. Oh, <laughs> it's a style. No, you know, Ashtanga. I mean, they've got Vini yoga. They've got Baptiste power yoga. Yeah. You've got, I mean, mm-hmm. we can go on and on, but when you step back, those are all just 
rearrangements mm -hmm. of the original asanas of mm -hmm. what yoga is supposed to really be about. Mm -hmm. And I, I guess I get I have trouble with the gimmicks sometimes. I have trouble with the gimmicks all the time <laughs> because they take away, they water down, they water down yoga. And that just like people hear, well, are you going to have bar yoga? No. Are you going to, you mm -hmm. know, are you going to have this yoga and laughing yoga? No. Why? Why? It's a gimmick. It's mm -hmm. it's like the pet rock. It's a gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> pet rock. <laughs> you know, life life for people is nuts and crazy and confusing and loud. We want to make the experience here what yoga is supposed to be about. And what's that, Teresa? Oh gosh, just just finding that that inner peace finding we all have inside of us we all have pure potential inside of us to be who we're supposed to be and with the noise of the world and the, and the technology that has made the world crazier not better and with people just living so far away from each other we don't know how to stop be quiet and listen mm -hmm. and tap in mm -hmm. to find that person who we've always been it's always been there we just we, we, dis we distract we're distracted to listen that's what meditation does meditation mm -hmm. gives you that time to stop and listen and find out and rediscover who you've always been so then what makes a true traditional yoga practice I think just coming to your mat, making time, making space, coming to your mat, whether it's here, whether it's at a studio, whether it's at, you know, a, a sacred place at your home or the backyard, but it's just, it's a commitment. It's a commitment. It's a, a responsibility. It's, it's part, it becomes part of your life. It becomes um, a continuous practice as opposed to just a one and done thing. Okay, so now all of a sudden I'm seeing the goat and the dolphin and the, what was the other thing? Slow <laughs> lemurs. <down>. lemurs. <laughs> They're all kind of distractions that mm -hmm. we're supposed to be trying to get away from Correct. when we're practicing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, where's your pratyahara when right. you when you got a, battle a goat where the lemur is? There's, there's a goat yeah. pooping or something on your mat. I don't know. Yeah. Did you really say pooping? I did say pooping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just the way it is. But no, I mean, you know, yoga means to yoke, to union, to bring together, to bring together your body and your breath, you know, and your mind. You want to quiet down. I mean, that's, you know, part, meditation is just a little piece of that as well. And again, how can you, I don't know, I would have a hard time meditating with an animal, but that's just me. I mean, I'm sure people love it. I know people love it. My daughter's done it. She loved it. But it wasn't a yoga practice, a traditional yoga right. practice that you would do on a, on a daily basis. Right. So I know for people with anxiety and PTSD, you mm -hmm. know, just just even stroking your pet mm -hmm. can be very calming. Yes, but that's not yoga, nor no. is it meditation. No, it's not. It can be a separate. It can be a separate. Yeah, tool, a, a fun a, thing, a separate modality to help you get where you need to go. But it's just a step. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we won't be doing yoga on horseback anytime soon. <laughs> no, I'm good. Thanks anyway. Yoga by the yoga by the beach is about as uh, wild crazy and crazy. As yeah, wild and yeah. crazy. That's what we do. Which is tons of fun. That is tons of fun. Yeah. yeah. And when is that coming up? It starts the first Sunday in June. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Noon in beautiful downtown New Baltimore, Michigan. So consensus is uh, we don't need a gimmick to do yoga. That's my that's my vote. That's my vote. Yeah. No. We just need, you need a mat, your breath, and a, your breath, and uh, somewhere safe to practice. Yeah. And the guidance of a good teacher. Yeah. The guidance yeah. of a good teacher. That's always helpful. Yeah. Let me real quick. Let me let me 
people come in and we're talking about doing a home practice mm-hmm. and I'm never dissing a home practice. It's mm-hmm. amazing. In fact, I've never had a home practice because I'm not that disciplined. <laughs> but don't under, if you do a home practice, don't underestimate the benefits of at least coming to a studio once or twice a week Absolutely. because mm-hmm. there's things that you may be unintentionally doing incorrectly mm-hmm. and a teacher can see that and a teacher can guide you into a more... Yeah healthier way for that whether it's your breath a certain pose a certain asana yeah yeah absolutely right. yeah yeah and if the yoga meaning to yoke to join you know your mind and your body of course but also the individual to the community mm-hmm. and so you really get that at the studio yeah you really do yeah and, and people will say that you know that it's just you know they feel like they belong somewhere right you know Gail tell me once it was at, it was like it, it was the second class was starting and she's sitting in the lounge just reading a magazine and I said is there something wrong and she goes no I lied to my family about how long the class was because <laughs> she didn't want to go home it's a safe hey, haven another 15 minutes like I don't have to leave for another they grab in my quiet they mm-hmm. grab coffee they grab a munchie yeah, a snack yeah. they sit and chit chat yeah or they come, they come 45 minutes before class starts. I know, it's crazy. Just to sit and chit-chat. It's chat. so crazy. And that is, that is I am blessed. I am that unbelievable. That is a, a huge a, compliment to you. Well, it's, yeah. a team, mm-hmm. it's a team effort, guys. It's a team effort. I, this is not, I've said it before, this is not the Teresa show. <laughs> it's a team effort. So thank you guys for uh, being in my life. And thanks for having this yeah. wonderful place to be in our life. Yeah. Thank Thank you for joining us on this episode of Mindful Moments.